Hello and welcome to What, what the Zen, our space to delve deeper into what health really means. We explore the rituals and practices available in an ever-evolving industry and what these can do for us. Welcome to What the Zen episode 8. Whoop whoop. I'm Ivana. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode 8, What the Zen. And this week's topic, we are going to be chatting everything nutrition and health coaching with the lovely Pearl Chi-Chi. I'm so excited to have Pearl on this episode. Um, we've been following her on Instagram for a while. So Pearl is a health and nutrition coach here in Vancouver and she's also recently qualified as a personal trainer. Um, if you also follow her, you'll know that her Instagram is just filled with amazing, colorful, uh, mostly plant-based recipes and um, really cool workouts as well. And she's very much focused on helping her clients achieve their goals and um, helping our clients get more energy and just giving them the tools and empowering them to do that. Yeah, we hope you enjoy our chat with Pearl. Thanks. Okay. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Pearl. Hello, thank you so much for having me. How are you guys? We are good. Welcome to What the Zen. Yeah, we just had a bit of a chat there before about kind of what we're all about with Pearl and we're really excited to kind of get stuck in and pick her brain and everything she knows nutrition yeah, we're so excited thanks so much for coming on Pearl we, we really appreciate having you on how's your week been so far I'm super excited to be here thank you so much my week has been good just been busy working on business and trying to you know help people with their goals but it's been overall really good and I'm excited to chat more about that how's your week been yeah, really good. Um, I'm doing a yoga teacher training at the minute, so it's been pretty full on, pretty intense, like long days, but it's been so good. Like I feel like I've just learned so much in the last um, week or so. Uh, so yeah, it's been good. It's, it's busy, but I like it. Awesome. Yeah, I've been um, working a little bit and then trying to take advantage of this last little bit of summer. I start back at school in September, so I've had this extended period of time off that's like slowly approaching its end so it's like becoming real for me now <laughs> so trying to be outside as much as possible yeah that's the best and definitely looking forward to or getting the most of the summer because it doesn't last that long here in Vancouver and also where do you go to school and where are you taking your yoga teacher training yeah I'm doing my yoga teacher training with one yoga lions um nice. So yeah, it was supposed to be in person, but obviously last minute I had to make the switch to online. Um, and I wasn't sure how that would be, but it's been so, so good. And actually, because it's online, there's like a way kind of smaller group than there usually is. So it's oh. been so good, like getting to know like everybody and like, it's definitely like more intimate. You get to kind of chat to everybody and you definitely feel like you're, um, you know, getting to know everyone and having a really good experience. So I'm really enjoying it. That's amazing. Yeah. And I go to school. I'm in my final semester now of um, a registered massage therapy program. So 
almost there. <laughs> Nearly at the finish so line. Close. That's so exciting too. Those are two really great fields and I love yoga and I think that's amazing, but also RMTs are so useful. Yeah, I definitely use their services a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely. I use Rachel's services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I love it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So now we're going to get stuck into asking you all the questions, Pearl. So the first thing we really wanted to ask was, you know, out there we see a lot of um, different words and really just to make it clear for, for people, when we see the word like dietitian, nutritionist, is there a difference between those two professions or is it the same thing? That is a great question. That came up a lot as well for me. So I used to be a dietitian and I now I call myself a nutritionist and there is a difference between the names because depending on the province you live in and what the regulations are, depending on the college that you're affiliated with. So in BC, dietitians are a regulated profession. We are having to be reporting back to the college. We're quite um, they look at what we do quite closely and we have certain rules and things to follow and you can't call yourself a registered dietitian unless you've gone through the schooling, you've gone through the registration, you've taken a test, you're registered with the college, you pay the fees and there's a bunch of other things we need to do to, to enable to us to use that title. So it is a protected title in the, in the province of BC and nutritionist in some provinces is also a protected title. So just checking depending on where you live and knowing who is what and what profession does what. So in BC, for example, nutritionist is not a protected title. So anyone could call themselves nutritionist. For example, I could go to school for two months and take an online nutrition certificate and call myself a nutritionist because there's no standards to meet and there's no college to report back to that's really going to check you as nutritionist. So I hope that made sense. Yeah, that is good. I suppose it's important to know then where you are, what, yeah, what kind of, if you are going to be a nutritionist, just maybe checking out their credentials, what school or program they did, just so you make sure you're getting your information from like a good source. Yeah, exactly too. And you know, I think a lot goes to say to the experience someone has too, because someone can be a nutritionist and have really great experience as well. And then someone could be a dietitian, but not have as much experience. So it depends on their expertise and the results they have. So looking at people's testimonials and like what they were, what field they work in and making sure it's aligned with what you want to work with as well. And there's good people in, in every field. So just making sure you do your research is very important. Yeah, of course. So, um, you would call yourself a like a nutrition coach or a health coach. Could you tell us a little bit more about the the kind of work that you do and what we both love about um we follow you on Instagram and we both really love following you because I think it's so clear how passionate you are about what you do. So I'd love to hear just a little bit more from you on um the work that you do and what is it that got you interested in that field to begin with. Yeah, those are great questions. And thank you so much. Um, so I what I do, I currently am a nutritionist, health coach, slash personal trainer. I like to, I want to find one word that really describes me well, but I guess <laughs> I'm an overall like wellness yeah. coach person. I just really want to help people become the best version of themselves, feel good, look good, and have a good mindset around health and wellness and the right approaches that are going to help them in the long run. I'm a really big fan of more holistic health, more um, longevity-based practices and things that are going to help people 
to reach their health goals, but in a sustainable way so they can keep doing it and not going to fall off the wagon. You know, you're not going to yo-yo diet. You're not going to have all these other things that happen to many people that I work with. So just, yeah, my approach just to make you feel and look good and then teaching you like other things that might come up along the way, like things about sleep or stress management, um, about meditation and how to downregulate your system. I'm really interested in like how the brain works and things like that too. So I like to weave that a little bit because it's so important to understand like all our systems, I believe, and really maximizing that to make us feel amazing and help us reach our full potential. So I got to this field. I was always really interested in sports. And as a kid, I was playing track and field or I was involved in track and field and playing basketball and volleyball. My dad always encouraged me to go do things outdoors, which was great. And then also I was very grateful to have a family that ate relatively healthy. So when I was in high school, I noticed that not everyone ate the same lunches as me and you know I would eat super good and I was like oh not everyone like some people have frozen lunches or had to buy lunch or whatever and I just noticed over the years that health and having good eating habits didn't come easy to everyone and I was like oh you know I think this is something I might want to work with because I really love food and I wanted to work with food and I said okay well people I think there's a gap here and I said you know I want to pursue this field to help people be healthy and help people you know just prevent any diseases down the road so I looked into what I could do at first I wanted to be a chef and I was like no I want to be more involved with people's lives and then I googled some stuff and nutritionist or dietitian came up and I had no idea what a dietitian was was but I looked into it and it sounded like the perfect job for me I was like well sounds like I'm gonna do this so I pursued that whole career did the schooling went to UBC got my dietitian registra registration all that fun stuff and then through the ropes I just noticed that not everything was as aligned with what I wanted to practice and what I wanted to teach as a coach or as a healthcare professional so I just decided to let go of my dietitian license uh, earlier this year actually and then pursue the more holistic nutrition side so I can serve my clients in the best way I can and the best way that I believe will serve them so now I'm here <laughs> oh wow I love that I love that you are so um in tune with what you wanted to do from such a young age as well and you might not have known exactly where you wanted to go but you you knew what, what kind of area that you were interested in and I love that it's just all about kind of um empowering people and helping people to make choices that are that are right for them and that are gonna make them just feel great inside and out I think that's so good yeah I really I like how you spoke about how it's important to work with like all of the systems within people and use the word holistic and I think that's even a word that a lot of people maybe um use in the wrong way when they think of holistic health they maybe don't necessarily know the true meaning of and it's just kind of working with the body as a whole and not kind of dividing it up into these little pieces or signs and symptoms and mm -hmm. kind of that more holistic approaches you know you are like one person and everything that's happening to you your mind your body and every part it's all connected and I think that's like a really exciting kind of direction that healthcare is healthcare is going in 
Yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm really excited to see more people that are doing more holistic practices and helping people in that way. It's so nice to see. I really believe that that's the way to do it, to target the root causes. And like you were saying, versus doing the symptoms and signs, really understanding the whole body and how everything's really intertwined and everything works together. So the more we know, the better. Yeah. And just on that note, working with food and people's diets and, you know, obviously they're they will say their signs and symptoms. Have you noticed a shift in maybe mental health with anyone when you work with them in terms of their diet? Like, it does, does that have a shift on them at all? Or do you notice when people eat better, their mental health improves? Or what's your experience with that? Yeah, that's a good question. And I don't have any, like, exact people saying, like, oh, my mental health is better. But I, from what I can see, I do believe that overall, like, as they reach their goals, because there's something to be said as well as when you're reaching your goals, you're working towards something and you're happier. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I ate a salad today. And you can tell that they're happy about their progress. And really, the one thing that keeps us most motivated as humans is when we're making progress. So that does help them help their mental health in the way it keeps them happier. And the fact that you're healthier, there's a lot of research around that. And mental health has a lot to do with our gut health as well. And that's something I also talk about quite a bit with my clients because gut health is so important to uh, take care of, make sure it's intact and really try our best to feed our bacteria in our gut. So it directly correlated to how much serotonin is released. And if we're not taking care of our gut, then naturally we're gonna be making less serotonin. So there is a correlation there. Um, I do also see that people do say like, oh, I have a clearer mind, I'm feeling better, I'm more energized, and you know, I feel like I'm more focused. And that in a way is also improving their mental health. So there's a lot of little things they say mm-hmm. that tie back into um, how they're doing overall. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Definitely when you set certain goals I mean just from my own experience like it feels great when you get to hit those things or you know that you're making progress and I think that you know whether that's you know if you want to lose weight or if you just want to have a healthier diet I think you know whenever you get those milestones and you start to achieve and you can see the difference that it's made on you even you know physically or mentally I think nothing beats that feeling and yeah, it's just it's such a great motivation to just keep going. And it, I think it's also tied into just how good it feels to look after yourself properly and take care of your body and your mind like that. Yeah, I have to completely agree. And those are all very good points. And I think taking care of your body and mind is an accomplishment and it will make you feel better about yourself, also increase your confidence and just your self-worth in a way too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to ask, so you primarily uh, work uh, with um, people on plant-based diets. Um, I would imagine that a lot of people might come to you, um, and maybe you can t- talk to us a little bit about this, that the kind of the key things that people would tend to ask you about as a, as a client. But I think for a lot of people, one of the big obstacles to, um, you know, having a healthy lifestyle and a healthy diet is um, budget and time and a lot of people I think have the have the the conception that it is expensive to um, live a plant-based lifestyle or you know you have to kind of make those very expensive purchases in order to to fuel your body the right way could you talk to us a little bit about that and maybe in your own experience um, any of the kind of the key things that have come up with your with your work with your clients 
Yeah, that's a good question. And I I work with about half the people I'd say are plant-based and half are regular. I do market for plant-based people, but of course I'm able to help anyone. And um, because I'm plant-based, I think it's a yeah. good way for me to niche down. But in terms of the struggles, yeah, budget doesn't come up as much, but the timing thing does. So I'll touch on those separately. So budget, I mean, when you can compare the pricing between buying meat products and eating out and things like that. And when you look at the overall spending of someone's, you know, on food or drinks, and then you compare it to, like, if you were to cut out, like, let's say, a meal a week, or people I work with tend to eat out quite a bit, but it's not always the best foods. And you know, they're spending 20, 30 bucks a meal on burger and fries, for example, when they could easily buy some extra veggies and still, you know, reach their goals that way. So looking at the whole picture, it's not really more expensive. It's really where you're putting your money and where you decide to spend it because, you know, buying meat versus buying tofu is, you know, can be a similar price or, you know, buying canned beans is actually cheaper. There's lots of options and alternatives there as well for people to take advantage of. And people will be surprised that you actually don't need to buy as much as you think you do. Um, vegetables, can be expensive yes but you can also shop at farmers markets and other places that have cheaper produce and also i'd like to encourage people to look at it as an investment into your health because whether you invest in vegetables or fruits now or you know if you choose to not and you eat junk food for x amount of time well you're gonna either pay for it later in buying pills or you know working with coaches are going to the doctor's appointments and things like that that come up when you have health issues and also and then you're gonna have to buy the vegetables later anyway so might as well buy them now <laughs> so <laughs> i think um giving them the perspective that it's an investment to your health and spending extra 20 bucks a week maybe to be healthier can be worth it if the person does value their health that way and that also ties into talking about time management and really looking at the time people spend and what they're doing with their time. And I'm asking, okay, like you have enough time, but what are you doing with the extra evening hours or, you know, how early are you getting up or, you know, are you watching Netflix? Are you on your phone on Instagram? Or can you take the time to watch Netflix and prep? Or mm -hmm. can you take the time to prioritize that? So again, it comes down to how important their health is to them. Because if it is important, I have clients that will sacrifice a lot to be healthier because they're tired of feeling like crap or tired of not being healthy or tired of being overweight, whatever their goals are. And they will take the time to cut out like an extra hour in their evenings to cook a good meal or to meal prep, whatever that might be. So I really think if something's important to you, you're going to do it. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea of investing in yourself. I think that's a really good way to look at it because it's very easy to make excuses when you maybe you've had like a really busy day or whatever and you're just like, oh, I just can't be bothered to make anything. I'm just going to get takeout or I'm going to go out to eat or, or whatever. But I think that's such a good way to look at it because it is true. If, if you want something bad enough, you will make the effort and you will put that time in. And it's, it's linked to that old saying, I think like prevention is better than cure. So like you may as well kind of invest that time and that energy in yourself now um, because it will be worth it in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think if you're in a situation where you're currently healthy or, you know, you don't have any like current illnesses or gut health issues, you know, you're like, oh, this is working for me. This is fine. I can eat X amount of times, but give it 
I don't know, however many years, a lot of those people might start experiencing some issues. And I think that's where then all of a sudden, like their health kick was into overdrive. So I definitely, yeah, that prevention before cure is definitely a go-to. But um, yeah, even just in terms of money and budget that you were talking about, it's funny because like I've been vegetarian for a long time now. Um, and I, when I tell people my my weekly grocery bill they're like what like like when I was like single living by myself like my grocery bill for a week would be like forty dollars like and I would that would be like more than enough food for me wow and, yeah it was it, it, like I don't know and I wasn't even like trying to budget it but then with my partner who's a meat eater um we when we do our shopping together like it's crazy just the difference just with that added meat so yeah I in my in my like opinion or experience is actually being like cheaper I don't eat fully plant-based but vegetarian it has been cheaper so <laughs> if yeah. anyone was concerned <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that's really cheap actually and it can be cheaper really depending on what you're buying and if you're being mindful of your spending but that's impressive forty dollars I need some tips from you clearly <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it it, uh, it it definitely worked out yeah and without even trying or like you know yeah, yeah. It's, it's been good. Um, yeah, and so you spoke a little bit about like gut health and serotonin with the body. Um, besides kind of people when they think of going to like a dietitian or nutritionist, a lot of people's go-to reason for doing so might be, oh, I've like, I'm holding extra few pounds, I need to lose weight. Of course, that would be a reason to go seek help from someone. But is there any other reason or like why people would go to a dietitian or get help from a nutritionist like what are some common things that um nutritionists can can help people with yeah that's a good question and people definitely search for these services for a various re number of reasons a lot of the ones that i attract are you know they want more energy or they know they're not doing it right like a lot of people say like i'm just not sure if i'm doing it right am i eating the right things and you know they're like i think i could be doing better they're, or they're like i don't know what i need for my body like what are my needs and people that are really curious to know like how they can better serve and fuel their body also people that might have some issues you know maybe they have um high blood pressure or high blood sugar and they want to learn more about that and some people just generally just want to know how to fuel themselves, want to know more about nutrition overall, and really want to just be knowledgeable. Because I really believe it's so important to have this knowledge and it really should be taught in school. Um, unfortunately, it's not in our system, not that much anyway, to the extent that it needs to be. Because clearly, if it was, you know, doing enough, we wouldn't have such high rates of chronic diseases and deaths due to chronic diseases as well. So yeah, I just think this basic knowledge is for everyone and everyone needs to eat food. We all need to survive. So knowing how to do that in a way that works for you and that doesn't cause you any illness down the road is so important. But we can really help with a wide variety of things. And a lot of people realize like they think it's just food, nutrition. And after they work with me or many other people who are more holistic in nature as well they realize oh it's actually about like my mindset around food and letting go of food guilt and being more confident with my skills and 
being able to cook new things and not only understanding their body, but understanding like more about their mind and um, how to feel good and their sleep cycles and just like a bunch of other things that might come up during the duration of working together. So it's often that they come for one thing, but leave with like 10 other things that can be useful in their life. Wow, I love that. Um, and it just shows how important, I guess, that it is to to look after yourself and to really invest in yourself in that way. So you mentioned about um, working with people who sometimes complain that they are lacking energy or they just they need to just feel better in themselves. Um, and I guess that leads me on to my question, which is that you do a lot of work with um, like female entrepreneurs and I wanted to just ask what kind of drew you to that area in particular um, and what kind of uh, services do you offer for entrepreneurs? Yeah so I worked with or I got more drawn to working with female entrepreneurs because I am one and I find that it's best to or for me anyway I like to work with people that are more similar to me so I know what they're dealing with, I can relate to them more. And also I had a couple of female entrepreneurs as clients and they were the ones that were wanting to lean more to more plant-based health because they know it can increase their energy levels and they wanna be more efficient for their business. They wanna really be able to work X amount of hours a day and not feel drained, not have the dips in the energy and little things like that so they can pursue and be successful. So through that, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll, target niche or target down and niche to plant-based nutrition for female entrepreneurs and so far um, it's been pretty good and I think it's important for me to work with people that I am familiar with or similar to as well what was the second part of the question I forgot now oh, oh yeah I guess the just in terms of the services that you offer are they similar to kind of how you would um, coach other people or are there anything anything that's particularly tailored to entrepreneurs? Yeah, so it's very similar to how I coach others as well. Of course, I might tweak things here and there depending. It's very individualized for everyone anyway, but if they say something about like their energy or time management or like something about business, not, I'm not a business expert or a business coach, but because I, I have my own business and can relate, I might give them some tips and tricks to work and navigate their health around their business depending on what their schedule is like and I might just give them some ideas from my experience as well and some things that could help them in that realm but it's very similar and the only thing the difference is versus um, would be the plant-based side so for my other clients that aren't plant-based I would talk about like meat and stuff and for those that are interested in more plant-based I wouldn't talk about meat so that'd be the other difference too. Yeah I like the fact that you work like you've niched down to entrepreneurs I can only imagine you know as an entrepreneur you know you don't have that oh I work from eight to four or nine to five you know like your life is work your work is like especially in the beginning you're putting your all into it and a lot of the time you know you just like put yourself last um so maybe just like you need that kind of coaching from someone to kind of be like no like if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after your business. Like it all comes full circle and, you know, your mindset of you need to look after yourself. Like you remembering that you come first and your health like is equates to the health of your business too. So I think that's a really cool niche, especially working with women in this industry and especially right now too I think for anyone who's at all a business owner it's kind of like a very stressful time right now or has 
helping and kind of going forward and being creative with um, ideas to kind of keep business flowing. So I really love that niche. I think it's definitely one that needs some coaching and TLC. Yeah, I definitely agree for sure. And I'm excited to see where I end up. But so far, I've only worked with a couple female entrepreneurs so far, um, because I'm still transitioning to focus more on attracting them. But yeah, it's definitely a challenge, especially like you said, when you're starting your own thing and time management's an issue, you want to work like 12 hour days. And I've been there, you know, and just finding that balance and having that person to remind you like, hey, remember to like schedule time to eat, you know, because we're very organized and scheduled and remember to schedule time to go for walks and like things like that that you wouldn't normally think of. Yeah, like it's it's like funny when you say it, but it's so true. Like remember that like you're a human being and you need to do these things to function, like eat and exercise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and then just we don't think we've asked you yet, but what why did you decide to focus on plant-based um diet? I know that's a diet that you follow yourself. Um, but could you tell us a little bit about why you're such an advocate for that for that way? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, well, mostly because I am plant-based myself, but also a couple of my clients leaned more towards wanting to learn more about plant-based health. And that kind of triggered me to teach more people about that. And I saw increased need, especially after the coronavirus and this pandemic, people kind of leaning away from eating meat. And I saw, oh, like this is definitely something that people need to know about because a lot of people that I've talked to don't actually know exactly what to do with plant-based diet and they often are missing some key nutrients in there. And also because I believe plants are so amazing for our bodies and as I learn more and do my research and really see amazing results with people I work with, a lot of us don't realize how important it is to, I'm going to come back to our gut health because our gut microbiome is really the core key to our health. And when we understand that, and when we understand that our guts need fiber to survive, and then the fiber is really what feeds them and helps them reproduce so they can then feed our bodies and help keep us healthy. And that ties into eating more vegetables and plant-based foods in general. Um, I'm just so such a big advocate of that because our gut health does a lot of things for us more than I know, but what from what I do know, it really is the control center of our body, one can say. And uh, just taking care of those little guys in our stomach or in our gut is so important. So yeah, I think that's why, because people don't realize a lot of things that they're complaining about, like the low energy or their sleep or their mood or their immune system or all these things really come back down to our gut health. Yeah, I think they refer to the gut as like the second brain and how it actually stores, I think it's like more serotonin than the brain. So it's like so important to take care of your gut, like in terms of mood as well that you said there, like way more than what I know is out there. But from what I do know, yeah. Yeah, that's such an interesting topic. I don't actually know. It's something that I want to read up more on and do more research on because I just keep hearing it being mentioned so much. And I know myself when I'm feeling really stressed out or anxious, I feel that in my gut and I can have like digestive problems and things like that if if I'm experiencing those kind of symptoms of anxiety or anything like that. So I think it's so true. Like it definitely manifests itself physically. Um, Do you find that when working with females in particular, that those kind of digestive issues are are commonplace? Yeah, for sure. You'd be surprised how much is really 
intertwined and tied into our mood and anxiety and stress and how that really affects our gut health and thus how we digest food and how we absorb nutrients and all that fun stuff. So some people, it really depends, it's variable, but a lot of people do have, you know, stress depending on their job or where they're at in their life or what's going on. And it definitely shows up in a lot of ways, but the gut health and the stress are definitely tied together. Um, so yeah, another thing we wanted to chat to you about was, uh, we saw that you recently became a qualified personal trainer. Yeah. Congratulations. That's such a big achievement. Um, how do you feel like that is sort of working together or complementing your current work as a health coach? Yeah, I think the two are so intertwined. So because I've been very involved in being active and working out for years and years now, it's really part of my life. And I do know the importance of exercise, how important it is for our overall health, our mindset, our mental health, and our gut health as well. Of course, everything's tied back to gut health, but um, I really thought it'd be a really good combination because one thing I noticed, I worked with a lot of people and also I go to the gym and talk to a lot of people. There's a misconnection between people that work out and then how, how they're fueling their bodies and the nutrition knowledge that they do know. So having both, I think, is a really big asset for me because I, I can bring the two together and really help people understand nutrition the nutrition part of it, but also the movement part of it. And one thing I notice is people come to me, they say, oh, I don't want to lose weight, I want to do this. And a lot of the ways they want to do that is through more movement and more exercise. So people were asking me if I did personal training or anything, and it was a sign. I was like, oh, well, clearly people you know need that movement. And I thought getting certified would be an addition to help me have more services and better serve people that way yeah they go hand in hand really yeah yeah um um so I wanted to ask as well so if someone wanted to work with you kind of what does that look like you know with other like kind of healthcare providers you would go it could be one appointment then it's up to you to maybe keep up with that maybe go there once a month to maintain but what does that look like with a nutritionist is it kind of like a set number of weeks you guys get together or yeah tell us a little bit more about that yeah good question with my nutrition work I do a minimum of three months so minimum of 12 weeks with me because of all the things I teach and what I work through and I'm really focused on building habits and building habits takes time it's a challenge it's resistance it's building new pathways in our brain it's breaking down old mindsets and building up new ones and really being there to support people through the process and it definitely takes um, at least three weeks three months so having that as a set amount of time i find is really good to help people get comfortable and understand more about the body and their how it's going to work for them specifically too right like having to implement Mm -hmm. it to their lives and figure out their schedule and figure out what works for them because not everything might not work and you have to do trial and error and you know we're working on it together so it definitely is a process and I like to give people enough time to feel comfortable and if they want to work longer with me and some do we can continue that at the time but usually a minimum of 12 weeks. I think that's great because it, it is true it takes time to build up a habit and I think with your approach you really are 
coaching them. You're not kind of just, you know, doing a one-off appointment and then leaving them to their own devices and it's kind of up to them to follow up on it because, you know, it, I think it is intimidating when you're you're starting something new like that and you don't really know sort of where to begin. And I think that's great that your your approach is very kind of team focused. Like you you and your client, you're a team and you're working towards these goals together because, you know, it's it can be difficult. And I think that's nice to know that you've got that mentor who's there guiding you along and, and encouraging you along the way. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I like to really tell my clients in the approach because I'm not, I'm like, I quote unquote, don't I call myself an expert, but I know about nutrition and about health, but really the client is the expert of their bodies, of themselves, and they know exactly what they need. And I believe that everyone has it within them to tune in, to know what they need, but they just need the guidance and the support and the help to then provide them with the information and then they can choose what feels best for them. And they know, like, after you eat some things after you do some trial and error they're like oh like I felt really good after eating that and oh like this is this and they learn more about themselves the process I'm kind of just like their cheerleader to tell them the facts and knowledge but they really are doing it themselves and that's the beautiful thing about that yeah I love that and I think then it makes it more sustainable long term because they've found something then that works for them and it's not going to be easy to kind of go back to the way that it was before if that wasn't working for them because yeah, they've, they've achieved it and they know, they know that this is a good kind of lifestyle and a good diet for them. Yeah. And it kind of comes back to how you like to work holistically and kind of see the person as a whole, including, you know, it's like patient centered care. It's like what they are coming to you for and it's what they want. It's not the practitioner kind of saying, this is my information. What I think is best. Like you kind of like throwing it and see if it sticks. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's working with them or does this suit their lifestyle their day-to-day they might be busy their schedule everything else that goes into like a person so I think that's a really cool approach and definitely very like mindful and like thoughtful approach to someone and for our last question Pearl so we ask everyone on the podcast this so what would be your three main health um habits so the health habits can be for like physical, mental, whatever part of your life health, just anything that makes you feel good daily, weekly, monthly. Like my personal health habits? Your personal health habits. What makes you feel good when you do them? Yeah, that's a great question. For me, my personal health habits definitely would be meditating. Meditating is something I've implemented for a couple years now, and it's really made a huge difference in my life. And it's now a non-negotiable for me, for sure. I meditate twice a day, and it just has made a really big impact on like how focused I am, my mood, uh, my anxiety, just decreasing things, also helping me sleep better. It's all amazing sleep aid as well. So that's something I do regardless every day. And secondly would be to dance. So as much as I love working out, dancing is my passion and I dance every day because dancing makes me feel amazing and something I've always loved doing and dancing to start off my day is a big part of my routine, helps me release some endorphins, increases my mood, makes 
me happy. So that's something I also highly recommend everyone to do is to dance a little bit every day. It's so much fun. And then my third health habit would be just to eat vegetables. Well, I'm plant-based obviously, so I eat vegetables every day, but I do feel amazing after eating like a salad. I usually have a salad for breakfast, which most people are like, what's that? But for me, I feel great eating a salad. And that is my top three health habits. I love it. So meditating, dancing, and then eating vegetables. I love the dancing. We were both like, yes, when you said that. <laughs> I love that. Yes, no, it's so great. Like, I actually really want to incorporate dancing into my fitness somehow in the future. Um, I want to do, like, dance fitness classes or something, because I think it's really great to do. Like, everyone needs to dance more. Oh, that's so cool. Um, we actually had, like, a, a dance party as part of our um yoga teacher training last week and oh my god like I felt on top of the world after 20 minutes of dancing to really cheesy music but it was so much fun and I was like I need to do this more often so I'm trying to start my like even just start my mornings with some really good like feel good music is there any music in particular you like for your dance sessions Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Like, oh, it makes me so happy to hear that. I just see my face right now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for me, like, it really depends on what I feel like. I have a playlist of a random mishmash of songs. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy, like, more upbeat, like EDM, like upbeat music, um, hip hop, R&B, you know, some pop here and there. It really depends on my mood and how I'm yeah. feeling. But yeah, there's so many good songs out there and dancing is a great way to release stress and, you know, so many benefits to it as well. And also, did you know that I like to throw some random facts out there, but <laughs> dance is actually the only activity that we do that activates the most parts of the brains all at the same time. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. That's so cool. Did not know that. <laughs> and so it's actually really good for our brains. Okay, dancing every day from now on. Yes, do it, girl, <laughs> please. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Pearl. I think there's probably lots more questions we could have asked, but we have to give you your evening back. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me on. It was so great to chat. You asked great questions. I really loved it. It was very easygoing, and I really loved your approach as well. Oh, well, thank you. We love your just your energy and your your passion for what you do is so clear. And I love that like it comes across so clearly to us. And it's great to to meet people who just love what they do so much and love helping others as well. So we're all for that. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Pearl. Thank you so much, Pearl. That was a great little like, intro into nutrition and what a health coach does and what they can do for us. And I had no idea really what that would look like. like. The fact that she works with you for 12 weeks, I think is really cool. You really develop those habits. They don't just kind of have one appointment and leave you in the lurch. So that was definitely an eye opener for me. Yeah, I love that. Um... And yeah, such a nice approach to kind of have that like mentor quality where um, you're working al alongside somebody and they're they're just working with you to help you get there and to help you reach your different milestones. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, if you have any questions or want to find out more about Pearl and the services that she offers, whether that's as a trainer or as a nutrition coach, you can follow her on Instagram. It's at Pearl Chichi, where she also has links to her website and YouTube channel up there too. 
Yeah, we'll put those in our show notes. And thank you so much again for spending the time and listening to us. We want to kind of give you all listeners what you want. So if you have an idea or you want us to interview someone or cover a certain topic, please reach out and we can try our best to to do that. Yeah, we'd love to hear some of your thoughts um, and feedback is always welcome as well. So let us know what you think of the podcast and any episodes in particular you enjoyed so far um, or anything else you'd like us to cover. We're very much open to that. And um, please, if you do like listening, take the time and give us a review and subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast because it really does help other people find us as well. Yeah, and we promise we don't bite. So if you would love to be on the podcast as a guest, please reach out. We would love to hear from you no matter what topic you want to cover. Even if you think it's relevant, related at all, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And we'll be back next Thursday with another episode. In the meantime, go and follow us on Instagram at what.thezen for more. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.